If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Reclaim your confidence with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you tired of endless dieting and minimal results at the gym? STL Medical Weight Loss offers a revolutionary program. With their highly effective injectable peptides, these medications have been approved by the FDA for weight loss, and you can lose 20 to 30 pounds in 90 days. Their telemedicine service delivers the medication right to your door, so you have privacy and convenience. Obesity rates are climbing in America. One in two Americans suffers from this problem. So call STL Medical Weight Loss at 636-628-6604 to book your consultation. And mention Tanya and you will get $200 off your first two months. That's 636-628-6604 to book your first consultation. Mention my name, Tanya, and you will get $200 off your first two months. The website is stlmedweightloss.com. Welcome to One Date to Love. My guest today is Dr. Carol Lieberman. She's a psychiatrist who specializes in relationships and love. She's also an author. She's written one book called Bad Boys, Why We Love Them, How to Live With Them, and When to Leave Them. And this one is called Bad Girls, Why Men Love Them, and How Girls Can Learn Their Secrets. Now, I've played a bad girl many times, so I'm excited to talk to Carol. Welcome, Carol. It's great to meet you. Thank you. It's nice to meet you, too. So it's a little bit of a turn the tables thing, because you said you wanted to talk about me. Well, you said you wanted to get on a faster path to love, or a more a, more a, I do. a successful path to I love. I do. I do. I had um, a very happy marriage, and I was married for 21 years. And before that, I dated a lot. And I never had any trouble meeting people. I never had any trouble finding somebody that I wanted to date. Uh, I did find it difficult to find someone I wanted to marry. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really wasn't ready for a long time because it was really important to me to have a career. I did have somebody I wanted to marry in the 80s, and that just didn't work out. Uh, It was sad. And then... I just got really busy, you know, with uh, One Life to Live and General Hospital. And um, it wasn't that important to me. So when I went to New York to do One Life to Live, uh, I, I really didn't date anybody too seriously for a while. But I wanted to get married and have children. So I was sort of on a mission. Every time I went out with somebody, they were sort of auditioning for fatherhood. Um, and then my girlfriend said I was putting too much pressure on my date. <laughs> so I found that I could actually adopt children. Mm-hmm. And I talked about that with somebody earlier today. 
And then as soon as I took the pressure off myself that I could adopt children and I could just have a good time with somebody without thinking about how it was going to go, that's when I met my husband. But the, mm-hmm. I mean, I just was absolutely blown away that God even wanted us to be together. He was from Cleveland. Mm. Who would, you know what I mean? <laughs> now I love Cleveland, but at the time it sounded like a horrible idea. <laughs> so um, anyway, I just, I just kept putting my worst foot forward because I knew this wasn't going to work. Mm. I knew that God didn't want me to move to Cleveland. So I just said, well, you know, I'm just going to show him all my flaws. I'm not going to put on any airs. I'm just going to be completely me. And then he's going to leave, and then I can get on with my life. I got on with my life in Cleveland. <laughs> you so, did. Yes, we did. We moved to Cleveland, and we had, we had a good, a really huge life together. Together, we were so strong. Um, I was able to introduce him to celebrities and people that he'd never met before, who his clients wanted to meet, who his customers wanted to meet. And it was a huge boon for his business. Um, he was able to help me get more organized and be able to do flow charts. I produced a film. He showed me how to do a backwards flow chart so that the thing, which I'm using for this, so that the thing I want to end up with is the, mm-hmm. is the you go backwards from there. Um, it was just a great, we were great. We were also sort of volatile together. He had, I didn't know, bipolar disorder when mm. I met him. So we had to deal with, with that, and that was hard. Um, but, you know... I got married forever. I didn't get married for a while. (laughs) So um, then he got cancer, and that was dreadful. And I had two incredible daughters, which honestly, they are the absolute love of my life to such a degree that I can't even imagine anybody ever experiencing life without this kind Mm -hmm, of love. I mean, when, when people say they'd walk through fire for their children, it's true. Um, yes, I have a daughter too. I know what you mean. I just love them so much and I'm so proud of them and I love being with them and I love their company and I, I love who they are. Um, I love their sense of humor. I just adore my kids. So that's probably crazy, but I really do. (laughs) So, um, I did meet somebody after I started going to these, these websites and I fell for this person and this person fell for me. And this was after Ed had been gone over three years, four years, I guess. And, um, you know, it didn't work out. And it got me very depressed. Um, I'd lost all this weight and I gained all of it back. (laughs) Um, Nobody had ever dumped me. I'd never been dumped. Well, wait, no, you said that earlier um, you had met someone who you thought you were going to marry and that didn't work out? That was in the 80s. Yes. Um, he had asked me to marry him and I'd said yes. And then I changed my mind for whatever reason. And he was humiliated and took it out on me for the next several years. So I hope nobody's watching here that knows him. (laughs) Um, but he, he, he just couldn't, he couldn't trust me, I guess. So, okay. So that wasn't where you were dumped. Okay. No, not really. I just wanted to get married after that. We got back together. And, um, every time I said, you know, the reason we're fighting is because we're not married and we're living together. And I can't do that. It's not for me. Um, he'd say, we can't get married because we're fighting. So mm-hmm. um, so it was an impasse. Mm-hmm. So what you were starting to say about um, you noticed with the man that you were dating, uh, you noticed that things changed. Yeah, they did. Um, 
And so I looked it up on YouTube. What to do when a man pulls away. <laughs> and um, I couldn't believe I looked this up on YouTube. <laughs> There's so many guys on YouTube that are giving advice to women. Yes, you can't believe. Yes, I know. So, so. Uh, and what did they say to do? Let him walk. Don't chase after him. Don't call him. Ghost him. Don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't do anything. Don't tell them how much you love them. Don't tell them you really miss them. Don't tell them anything. Just let them, yeah. let them go. Well, I find that very hard to do. <laughs> um, most women. Yeah, yes. because because you you you're, you're, there's this oh, there's this stupid thing that we do. We we want to know why. Or, what happened? It, why did you change? What did I do? Right, right. And and you obviously don't understand. That how special what we have is. You just right. clearly don't understand, and and um, you know, I I I I just I can't I just couldn't believe it, and um, but I tried to do that. It didn't work so well, but I tried, and he was emailing me. So then I started sending him YouTube videos, <laughs> and he and I realized at the time that we really shouldn't have started dating at all because he'd been married for 40 years mm. and I was the first girl after the marriage. Mm. So um, soon after that, I went out to do some work in different parts of the country and he had been talking to somebody in England and um, by June he was living in England and engaged and by September they were married. So she called me and texted me and it was the nicest thing it really was because she wanted me to know that she knew I was going to find somebody and that he had never had anything but good things to say about me and I don't have anything but good things to say about him and um and that she had been a widow and that she'd had two adult kids and that she kind of knew how I felt and she was sorry that she saw how hurt I was hmm. Um, on an interview that I did for YouTube. So, so my question now is, do you, for some reason, I keep picking people that live in Florida. Huh. <laughs> and and um, it's like, it's like, because there was somebody. Well, it's better than Ohio. <laughs> but there was, I know, right? Well, it depends, I don't know. But there's something about having somebody right close, mm -hmm. that, that too close, it, it's scary. That they could just come over any time, or they could just bang on the door any time. Uh huh. I don't know what that's about with me. Okay, so you're living in Florida now. I... No, I live in Palm Desert. Oh, yes, that's right. So how close Florida isn't that close to Palm Desert? No, I keep picking people that live really far away. I see. I see. Okay. Um, well, now yeah. here, um, what do you think? What was? Did he ever? Did you ever find out? Did he ever tell you what changed? Mm -mm. His no. feelings just changed, that's all. Do you think it's because he then came upon this woman? Maybe. In England? Maybe. Maybe it was my financial situation. Maybe it was my, I don't know, my career. Maybe it was... Could he have been intimidated by you? No. 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 I just, I just know he knew that I had a lot of things I still wanted to do. Mm. Um, and at the same time... I didn't have to do them, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, um, but I, I think he might not have really believed that, but it's true. Um, 
because when I met Ed, I knew I was giving up my career to get married and have children, and I knew that. And he told me I was never going to have to worry about money. And so I just worked. I did the Derby Stallion. I, I did a play here and there. I did an episode of this or that. But basically, I was a stay-at-home mom with him and lots of philanthropy. Lots of, well, lots of, I, we, I produced this film that made $5 million. I was an investor on Broadway. I was a, um, we invested in Andy Get Your Gun. We invested in, um, what else did we invest in? Enchanted April. I want to associate, uh, what do you call it? So producer, I won a Tony for mm-hmm. that. For that, um, yeah, it was it, it it was fun, but it wasn't like I was a career career person. You know? And what did this man do in Florida? He had been a senator or a congressman. Congressman. Well, was he giving that? He up? gave that up already, and he was enjoying his life. Uh huh. You know, you know um, it is true that sometimes men they want a lot of attention. And sometimes if they feel that they're not going to be getting enough attention because you have other things in your life, um, that can be, you know, that could be a reason why. Whereas this woman in England, you know, perhaps wasn't planning on doing anything, any work. Um, but, you know, it's interesting to, to kind of help you for the future. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's in England. Forget about him. <laughs> I have. Okay. But for the future. To know uh, men to stay away from. You, there are, first of all, let me tell you, there. I, I talk about 12 different bad, kinds of bad boys, and I, I um, characterize them by fairy tales. Oh, describe okay. Describe them by fairy tales. Okay. And they go all the way from sort of what seems like the most benign, um, the fixer-upper lover or the frazzled frog. You know, that's from the fairy tale, The Frog Prince. Oh, he okay. He the frog and he turns into a prince. Okay. They sort of the basic, uh, basic love story. So I don't want to frazzled anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and then it goes all the way up to there's the compulsive flirt, the grandiose dreamer, misunderstood and married, the commitment phobe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, man of mystery. Wait a minute, commitment phobe. I've seen. What's the next one? Um, commitment phobe, wounded poet. What's uh, that? Self, that's like a creative type. Who, I know uh, lots of those. Who, you know... Um, They're not successful, though? Not, sometimes, but not... You know, they, they, you feel sorry for them, and you... Um, uh, no, that wouldn't be me. Okay. It's kind of... It's, it's The story is the, the beast. Um, Beauty and the, the Beast. Oh, yes. yeah. No, I don't have that problem. Then um, the self-absorbed seducer. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Okay. <laughs> the, I've never known one of those. Just kidding. <laughs> in Hollywood? I'm yeah. sure you have. Yeah, I am. I am. A man of mystery, dramatic daredevil, prince of darkness. Wait, 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 wait. Dramatic daredevil? Yeah. Okay, the dramatic daredevil is the type. Um, first of all, it's... Uh, what fairy tale is it? The fairy tale of the dramatic daredevil is... Um, I believe that that's... Um, Dracula? No, Dra- <laughs> Dracula is the... Um, Dracula is the vampire. I know. Um, that sounds like a dramatic here. daredevil the, to me. The, the, <laughs> Dracula is um, the voracious vampire, prince of darkness. That is the OJ type. The, oh. Um, abusive type. Yeah, we don't want that. Okay, so dramatic daredevil, this is where uh, adventurous Aladdin. It's like Aladdin. Mm. Um, you know, taking you off. But that's on. not OJ. No, the OJ is the voracious vampire, yeah, prince no of th- darkness. No, thank you, no, thank you. Um, Adventurous Aladdin is a guy, you know, takes you on the wild carpet ride. 
and um, and then drops you off. All the bad boys. Huh? I think I know that one. I think that when I think I don't want to mention any names, but I think I know that one. Yeah, I think bad that might boys, be what I had. And for and bad girls, for that matter, they are heartbreakers. Uh -huh. So there are twelve different types of each, and they break your heart in twelve mm. different ways. I'll be darned. <laughs> So um, I can't believe you put this into like a book, like a like a. It's like a simple, like you, you figured it out. Yes. unbelievable. <laughs> I um, that's I amazing. Had, you know that I have had my share of bad boys. I start out by saying in my introduction, from pianists to professors, surgeons to sportscasters, film actors to foreign tour guides, my past is littered with enough bad boys to last a lifetime. Oh my god! <laughs> well, surgeons are the worst. <laughs> right? I mean, they truly think that they're God. Yes. And yes. and at one point during the operation, I suppose they are. They can give life or take life, right? Yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. Um, but they're the ones that won't take you home, want you to meet them somewhere. They're not, they're too tired. They're too busy. Yes. They have to get up too early. They can't drop you off at home. They can't take you home. Yes, they can't. Yes. You can come down to me and you can see me because I have to get up and have surgery yes, at six o'clock yes, in the morning. Yeah, right. I've I been there, done that. And then, yeah. and then sometimes you said it's an excuse uh, to not have sex when you want to have it. Uh, well, I've never had that happen. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they want to have it when they want it, when and where. Yeah, that I've it. seen. That I've that, that experienced. Um, but let me just, the, the bottom line to I all love of this. this. This is incredible. <laughs> the, the bottom line to all of it is that a, a woman is attracted to the kind of bad boy that just, that relates to the kind of dysfunctional relationship she had with her father. Oh, stop. Don't go back to that now. You're not going to say that everybody marries their dad, no, are you? No, not everybody marries their exact dad. Some people marry the opposite of their dad. And some people marry someone who has some characteristic that relates in some way to their dad. I did. I did. So it always, you know, there's always something. Mm -hmm. And the reason why this happens, first of all, dysfunctional relationships with your father makes you feel unlovable. So that is why you are attracted to, not you, in general, women are attracted to a bad boy. Um, well, they tell you when you're good and you believe them. And they tell you when you're not and you believe yes, them. That's right, right. Oh, yes, that's right. That's the problem. <laughs> they have way too much power over you. And, but, you know, the thing is... Just like daddy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, I get that. And, you know, it's really men, um, you know, there are all these sort of current ways of thinking of sharing everything and equal and blah, blah, blah. Men do need, no matter how old they are, they still need the chase. They need the excitement of the chase. And with a bad boy, they keep you chasing because they are so unpredictable and they are so, um, you know, uh, moody and so have all these issues and they become bad boys because of their dysfunctional relationship with their mother. So that's why they are the way they are. And then, um, and then for bad girls, when a woman has had too many bad boys who broke her heart or just one who broke her heart, you know, tremendously, then they become a bad girl, meaning that, uh, well, they have, there are two things. Either they uh, kind of stop really trying to attract men and they say, they might say they, you know, want to get married or whatever, but, you know, they kind of stay home and they let themselves fall apart and not really, you know, not really try, not be successful. Um, but either they do that to really kind of get out of the dating game or they become a bad girl.
And by a bad girl, again, that's meaning that they're heartbreakers. It's but they break men's hearts in twelve different ways. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Of course, the the first one, the most obvious one, is the gold digger, mm -hmm. the addict, the sex siren, the sexual withholder, the married woman on the prowl, the commitment phobe. There's a commitment phobe, bad boy and bad girl, the husband hunter and trapper, the husband stealer. What's that? The husband hunter and trapper. Is um, a it's woman, pregnant on purpose? Well, yes, that, that's one way. Okay, okay. Yes, or for example, you know, I interviewed a hundred guys for this book, mm -hmm. and I wrote down their picked out the best stories. Mm -hmm. And so, one story from the husband hunter and trapper was a man who met a woman. Um, he liked her. They well, they were dating and so on. And she told him that uh, one day, I think they were living together, and and she told him that um, she had cancer, and. She she brought home all these pills, and she had a daughter from a previous relationship, and so she told him that she needed to marry him because she was getting the cancer was getting worse. Oh my god! And uh, she wanted a father for her daughter. Oh my gosh! And so please marry me. Oh You've my god! Gotta marry me. Oh We're living together. Gosh! Um, and so he married her. Wow! And it turns out she didn't have cancer. She didn't have cancer. I think this has been on TV. <laughs> This has been on a soap. I remember it's been on a soap. Somebody said they had cancer and they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, let's see, ultimate damsel in distress, cougar, ballbuster. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's an ultimate damsel in distress? An ultimate damsel in distress is a woman. See, guys like to help damsels in distress. Okay. Because that makes them feel more secure. Okay. Like the woman really needs him. Okay. Okay. And so she's not going to dump him. Oh. So if a woman has like honest to goodness, not, you know, pretend cancer um, things, and it could be, it could be simple things. It could be, um, oh, that she has a car that keeps breaking down, or it could be more complex kinds Isn't of things. Isn't that a pain in their neck? Well, yes, but no, see, okay. But then that gets to the attraction of bad girls. How does a bad girl get a guy to begin with? And the underlying way is, she makes him feel like the hottest stud on the planet. Ah. So once a guy... I've done that on TV. <laughs> well, then you should be able to do it in real life. I don't want to do it in real life, but I've done it on TV a lot. That's been my character. Uh -huh. Yeah. After, and it works, right? Yeah. After Alex was uh, lost her mind and went to a mental institution, she lost her law license because she tried to kill somebody. Uh-huh. That's it was a good a reason, fatal yes. was attraction thing. <laughs> And I did Fatal Attraction on two shows. Um, but then she comes out of the mental institution, and I decided that she should have a sense of humor because mm -hmm. I was tired of playing the same thing on both shows, the Fatal Attraction thing. So um, I thought it was ironic that she'd been an FBI agent and an attorney, a big-time one, and now she couldn't work because she was had an attempted murder thing, you know, insanity plea, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. And I thought that was ironic, and I thought she thought that was ironic. Uh -huh. So I decided that she was going to be a lot more fun and a lot more manipulative and a lot more of a story maker-upper, you know, like she's going to create the story that she needed to create for whoever it was she needed in her life. So that's what I did. That's, with, that's what my character did with Carlo Hesser. He was the head of the mob. And with uh, Asa Buchanan, who was the town billionaire, um, she would find a way to, to get these guys. 
And um, it was different with both of them, the way she did it. But that's... I that's, think you'll find it in here. I would never that do that in real life in a way. million years. That was a very creative way to twist that character. Yeah. Hope, uh, she lasted a long this. time. She <laughs> lasted a long time. Well, they started writing for me. They started uh -huh. writing it that way. And um, God, it was so funny. It was so funny. It was a blast. We had the best time. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, the kind of bad girl that's sort of similar to that is a bad girl scorned. Um, and those are women who are, they are um, borderline personality disorders. I played those too. <laughs> <laughs> and when a guy starts to dump her. Oh, um, that's who Olivia they, is. Olivia they, said she was pregnant and she wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, they first stalk the man, mm -hmm. you know, do the opposite of what you're supposed to do when the man dumps you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then if that doesn't work, then they can become violent. You know, mm. they can uh, get the man, in, and these were real stories, uh, get the man to take them to a certain place. You know, they get the man alone someplace. And um, Kathy Bates? Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, um, or, you know, variations thereof. And there's real people there like that. There are real people like that. Oh, wow. Well, we don't want anything to do with any of those guys <laughs> or girls, right? But... Um, so what do you think today about this online dating thing? I'd love to hear your opinion about that. I think it has ruined love. Oh, really? I Why? think it has destroyed love. Um, because people, you know, first of all, nobody looks like or acts like um, what they pretended to be online. I mean, you probably put something truthful, but, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. And so when they meet the person, you know, the right away they're thinking, oh, this isn't really what I expected. But okay, let's say it's not that. They think they get along. They have a good first date. I'm a um, big believer in FaceTime calls. Uh -huh. And then you really get to, to interact with the person. Yes, yes. So. Um, okay, so then that takes that problem away. But um, when you start dating, and in any relationship, there are going to be things that you disagree on. It's just normal, you know, especially when you're getting to know each other. Mm. Um, or you're going to say something that triggers the person because you don't know that, you know, about them and so on. Um, and so nowadays, when that kind of thing happens, um, the, it's so easy, and it's usually the guy who does this, it's so easy to just go back to the dating app. You know, I don't want to bother going through all the hassle of working this out with you. I'm just going to find someone else who's going to be perfect. I think that's what happened. I could be wrong. So, so um, maybe not with that one, but with a, another one. So, so they go back to the dating app, and then that ends it. I mean, it's just so easy to just, you know, flip through and, um, oh, maybe that one, you know. I mean, you so instead to... of working through your issues with somebody, they right. go back to the dating app that right. they were on before, where they met the person. Right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's a shame. Or to a different dating app, and that's why, um, you know, the dating app Bumble. That's the one, right, where um, the woman picks. Yeah. Is that the one where you found this? No. <laughs> um, I, I, I know some women have had success with that, but um, it's not really the way to ideally to start off a relationship because it's the woman chasing the man, picking the man. So how do you meet people? I'm not a bar fly. How do you meet people? It's and, and women don't, married people don't introduce you to single people because they don't have any. And single people don't introduce you to other people that are single generally. You don't hang out with those people. So it's, so it's like, 
if married people don't know any single people and single people don't know anybody that wants to get married, you know, it's, it's kind well, of... Well, you know, there's, there's, there's this thing where, I mean, so I, I don't think this is very prevalent, but um, sometimes like a group, a few, if, if single, if a few single friends get together with other single friends and, and you like, not, not with someone that you're dating to try to get them to pair up with someone else, but let's say a friend, you have a guy who's a friend who's, you know, who's looking for someone. Um, and so couples in couples in that sense, friends get together and then you kind of hope that somebody, since you're all friends will, um, how many single friends do you have when you're married though? Well, not many. Right. So you get divorced, you don't have any. And you get somebody dies, you don't have any. And I don't well, know where else, if you don't want to go to bars, I, I don't know how you're supposed to meet somebody without an app. Well, because by going to things, um, or activities or organizations that are of interest to you. Okay, okay, okay. Where you will then likely meet somebody who has the same interest. Join a hiking group or... Pickleball or, or, or yeah, <laughs> yeah, pickleball, basket weaving <laughs> or take Spanish class. Okay. I get it. You know, something that it you... takes so much energy. Yes, it does. It really does. <laughs> How many... You know, it's like it's, the app doesn't take that much energy, you know, it really doesn't. That's true. And it's like shopping for men online, Amazon. It's like Amazon for dating. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, no, 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 no. I think I like that one. That was okay. Let's see about it. I mean, you read my name. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, and it's just like looking for a dress. <laughs> yes, yes. The yes. problem is that the consequences are much higher. The stakes are much higher. Right. And um, I mean, it has to be something that you really are honestly interested in. It could be um, a pastime. You know, it could be something like boating or whatever. You know, like um, so playing mahjong is not going to help. No, me. mahjong isn't going <laughs> to. <laughs> but. Um, you know, some... I'm getting ready to take Mahjong lessons. I swear I am. And everybody will be young, old and Jewish, but I want to learn how to play. I know. I know. I know. Um, but, uh, you know, it, like a sport. Dancing. Or like, for example. Dancing class. Yes, dancing is great. Really. Yeah. Um, but you meet these old people that are not cute. I still want cute. Am I dreaming? No, you could be the, the um, what did I say? The... Um, the oh god the cougar there's nothing wrong with being a cougar you mean a younger guy yeah oh god really yeah. really <laughs> i don't know my kids would probably kill me i can look into it i'll look into it i'll tell you what i'll 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 take what you had to say i'll apply it to my life and when you come back i'll tell you how things go. okay all right that's good this has really been wonderful <laughs> i've loved having you thank you it's been fun. hasn't this been fun it's been really fun <laughs> carol has her own show what's your show called well i have a radio show called dr carol's couch and um and I have a podcast called The Terrorist Therapist Show, but that's not where you'd want to go for dating. <laughs> no, not a terrorist therapist. No, 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 we're not interested in that. No, no Timothy McVeigh uh, clones. But your other one is called Dr. Dr. Carol's Carol. Couch on Voice Dr. America. Dr. Carol's Couch. That sounds wonderful. I used to be on Voice of America. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thank You're you for welcome. being here. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm.